What's up, everybody? I'm back with another podcast. I'm really excited to be recording another podcast. This has been such a fun experience. Uh, I recently got together with my good friend, Andrew Manley. Uh, You can check that one out. That was the last podcast, podcast number five. And I had such a great time sitting down with him and talking about business and talking about some gear and just honestly just being able to get together with him again you know i haven't seen him for a while so it was really great to see him and just talk for a while about life and business and all the stuff that we're doing and getting into and uh, i was so honored to have him on my podcast and i'm so excited because i'm i've got uh, a ton of more interviews already set up i'm not going to give anything away but i've got a lot of exciting uh, people coming on the podcast it's gonna be so much fun and i'm really excited to share all that with you. So today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about uh, packaging and pricing uh, for your wedding photography business. Uh, I wanted to start with a little disclaimer. Um, I do run my own wedding photography business, and the advice that I want to share with you is just just kind of my opinion and some of the things that I've done uh, to get the packages that I have and to get to the price the prices for my packages that I have. Um, this is not to say that, you know, everything I say is the way you should do it, but I just hope that you can take the advice that I share and make it your own. Uh, but I think it's most important, and I'll talk about this a little bit more in the podcast. I think it's really important uh, to just do your research and figure out what prices and what packages work best for you. When I So when I first started my wedding photography business, you know, I definitely was not charging what I'm charging now. I think the, the most important thing for me when I started was to start building a portfolio, which is, to me is one of the biggest things when you're starting out. And also to start building a reputation with your clients, which is also really important. So when I first started out, you know, the first couple weddings that I actually started shooting on my own, uh, I'm, I remember I was only, you know, I was, I remember I only charged a couple hundred dollars. I remember one wedding, you know, I think I might've charged like five or $600 and I worked all day and I provided, uh, a CD. Yes. A CD with all their images and all of them edited, which is something I still do today. I don't think I've ever given out any raw images. That's a whole nother conversation. That's totally up to you, but I've never given out any raw images. They've always been edited because we have, I've always had a specific style. Even when I started, I didn't have a consistent style when I started because I was still trying to figure out how I wanted my photography to look, but I definitely had uh, edited photos and that's the only kind of thing that I wanted to provide at the time. Uh, But there's, you know, Again, there's many different ways and many different uh, products that you can provide in your packages. But a little piece of advice that I want to share with everybody is, you know, that when you first start out, um, a lot of people get into wedding photography because they know that there's some pretty good money into it. I know that when I first started, uh, I, I had already had an interest in wedding photography and doing event photography, but at the same time, I knew that wedding photographers, you know, could make some pretty decent money. And I definitely had that in the back of my head. 
And my first couple weddings that I went into, you know, were in hopes to start making more and more money. And I remember I had a conversation with an old photography friend of mine um, by the name of Tim Marmon, who at the time ran and still runs his own uh, wedding photography business. And we were working for the same photo studio. I remember him tell, you know, asking me about why I wanted to do weddings. I was picking his brain about wedding photography because he was already an established wedding photographer. And I was really curious. And he had asked me why I was interested in getting into wedding photography. And, and I told him, you know, I kind of like doing weddings. They're all right. I remember thinking they were all right. But, you know, I know that I can make really good money doing weddings. And I was interested in, in pursuing it for that reason. And one of the things he told me, he said, look, you shouldn't go into wedding photography strictly for the money. You shouldn't even go into it if, if that's like, if that's your ultimate goal. Um, you should definitely be passionate about wedding photography if you're going to run a wedding photography business. Because, because if you don't, it's going to show in your work. If you don't enjoy the work that you're doing, it's going to show in your work. So you have to be passionate about wedding photography so that that comes across in the photos that you take and the portfolio that you hand over to your clients. And you should you should want to do this because it's it's something you're passionate about. And I remember that stuck that that kind of struck a chord with me because I was kind of thinking about, you know, well, this could help me make money. But when I switched over and decided to you know, to take a look at everything and decide whether wedding photography was something that I wanted to do. And when I took a step back and kind of analyzed whether or not I wanted to do wedding photography for real, um, if it was something that I wanted to pursue, uh, I did decide, you know what, I do enjoy doing uh, events and uh, the weddings that I have had, they were fun, you know. I definitely had a style of wedding that I wanted to reach. I had certain goals and um, I realized that I needed to work harder to, to reach those goals, but it was going to take some time. So I had made the decision that I did want to do wedding photography and that I was going to be passionate about it. And when I looked at it that way and was no longer worried about the money, uh, wedding photography became really fun, really fun. I truly enjoy and still enjoy uh, going to weddings. I enjoy sitting down with my clients and talking to them and learning their stories and getting together with them for their engagement sessions and just watching them be in love and being able to photograph all those little moments uh, of their story. Um, I, I love that part of, of the job. I still love that part of the job. And the, and the money, when you're building a business and you're true to yourself and you're true to that business, the money just just comes later because if people see that you love what you're doing and they see that you work hard at what you're doing and you're putting out a great product, they're going to come to you for your services. They're going to want you to photograph their weddings. So you shouldn't make it about the money. You should first make sure this is what you want to do and then go after it all the way. So I'll never forget that one line that he said to me, just shoot for yourself and money will come later. And I still live by that today. 
I my biggest advice my biggest advice to anybody is to live by that and just make sure that what they're doing they're doing it because they love to do it because later on down the road if you're just doing it for money it's it, it'll become just like any other job if you've ever had a job that you just hate going to work and you're going there just because you need to make the money and you need to pay your bills and you need to pay your rent it's the same thing you know if you don't enjoy wedding photography, but you get stuck doing it because that's the only way you can make money, you're going to end up hating it just like any other job. So first and foremost, be passionate about any industry that you go into when it comes to photography or anything really. But, you know, we're here talking about wedding photography. So be passionate about wedding photography. That'll show in your work. Your clients will see it. You'll see it. And you'll grow as a better photographer and your business will grow. Now, if you're first starting out and you can't decide how to price your weddings, if if this is like your first, second, third wedding, you may want to consider shooting for free. You know, if you can find a friend or a family member that's having a wedding or you can even put a put an ad on Craigslist or something like that. You know, if you are just open about the fact that you are a photographer who's interested in getting into the wedding business you have some experience you may, you may or may not have much experience in wedding photography but you want somebody to give you the chance and you know you you can put yourself out there and say you're willing to shoot a wedding for free especially if it's for like a friend or a family member um, when you do it that way and you shoot a wedding for free there's there's a lot less pressure most of the time uh, your family members or your friends, they, they'll bring you on to do their wedding because they trust you and they know you want to grow. They know you're interested in wedding photography and they want to give you the opportunity to shoot their wedding. And it's, it just becomes less pressure for you and a perfect opportunity for you to learn and to grow and get used to being in the wedding environment, learning you know what happens throughout the day, what photos you need to take, um, and just kind of learn a little bit more and grow before you decide that you are comfortable enough to start uh, charging for your photography. But when you are ready to start charging for weddings, you know, you definitely should start at a fair price. If you're still in your third or fourth wedding, I believe it's a little unfair to put like, let's say a $3,000 price tag on your wedding because your clients are expecting $3,000 worth of work. Now, if you believe that you can deliver $3,000 worth of work and it's your third or fourth weddings, by all means, go ahead. But my advice to you would be start at low. Uh, it's like Again, this is a perfect opportunity to build your reputation as a business with your clients and growing and grow slowly. A little bit of advice that I learned a long time ago is to set value to your work. You need to know where you stand in your photography and be honest with yourself. Base your prices off of your experience. And at the very least, just cover your costs. Make sure you charge enough for food, enough for gas, and enough for rentals if you rented anything. Uh, that way you're not really losing out. Um, whatever you think is fair for your photography but at the same time you don't want to be in the negative so it's okay to charge something real minimal in the beginning and as you start getting more clients you can up your prices you know every couple weddings or however you want to do it just slowly moving up and you know when you're first starting out 
and you're charging less than you would like to end up charging, uh, you may not start booking your ideal clients right away. But you need to understand that that's an attainable goal that you can set. But even with budget weddings, it's it's not hard to uh, make a budget wedding look like any other wedding. In fact, it's an opportunity for you as an artist to really take what you have and look at it in a new perspective and try to try to really make the best of it of every situation and make everything look good. In fact, those weddings, you know, especially budget weddings, your client may not have an op any other option but to have an op- a budget wedding, but you as an artist can can really make everything in their day stand out so awesome. You know, you're you are documenting the one of the best days of, of their life. So if you can take their wedding and and just showcase it in a way that really shows their emotion that day, their love for each other that day, their family and all the happiness that that came together for them that day, that's that's more important to them than anything else of that day. So I guess what I'm trying to say is don't get discouraged if your first clients are not your ideal clients. Look at these as experiences as a way to learn and grow and become a better business person. With every wedding comes so many opportunities for you to learn and for you to grow because every experience counts. And with everything that you learn from every wedding you get, you can take that knowledge and move on to the next one and the next one and just learn how to grow as a photographer and make every situation better or know how to handle any situation that might come your way. So when it comes to putting your packages together, there are tons of different ways to set up your packages. There's different products you can offer. You can offer engagement sessions, albums, prints, online galleries, uh, USBs with all their photos. But what I would suggest is when you start putting your packages together, start with a base price on how much you want to be paid strictly for the photography and for the amount of hours that you work that you want to work for so set a price strictly for that so for a full day of photography i want to profit x price that to me is is worth the work that i do uh the amount of time i put in for the day Uh, The amount of time I know it's going to take me to edit these photos and deliver them back to the client, I think this is the perfect amount. And then on top of that, you can add uh, what products you want to add to your packages. So, you know, if you're going to do, you know, let's say three different packages, one package has uh, just a certain amount of hours and, you know, you get so many photos and then you're a bigger package comes with, you know, all day photography and an album and an engagement session. And the, you know, the third package comes with all day photos and all the products you want to offer. And what you could do is just, you already have a set price for each one of those on how much you want to get paid for the day. You can just add up how much it costs for the products that you're giving them and any profit on top of that, that you want to make. And then you can decide if that's a good uh, price or not. Now, if you want some help deciding on where your prices should start at, a good place to start is by just doing a little bit of research uh, on what photographers are are pricing 
on what photographers are charging in your area. That's that's exactly what I did when I first started. I did a little bit of research, looked up some photographers that were shooting, you know, in the Inland Empire area, and I saw what kind of packages they were offering, what kind of uh, prices they were starting at, and I I was charging a lot less than that to begin with, but as I as I slowly grew, I, I kind of use that as a reference of where to start my packages and, and definitely be like a, a competitor to the photographers in, in the surrounding area. Now, I say that because, yes, we're all competitors, but at the same time, the reason I'm sharing this information with you is because this is exactly how I learned. I learned from other photographers. I don't see other photographers as competitors. We... Um, I have tons of wedding photography friends. I believe there's tons of people out there. There's plenty of work for all of us. We all know that. Clients hire us for our personalities and for our art. And every one of us have a different personality. And our art is different. Our photography is different. So no one is better than the next person. We're all different. So I, I just believe that there's definitely work for all of us out there. But knowing what the photographers in your area are charging is a really good way to kind of base your prices at and um, and at the same time you can look at other areas too so you know I'm out in the Inland Empire but if I want to be let's say an, a, an LA based photographer I can look up photographers in the area look at their prices and start my prices of that and kind of just uh, market myself out towards the LA area or the Orange County area or however you want to do it you can market and advertise to the area you want to shoot in. Now, one of the things that I've learned over the years when it comes to pricing and um, increasing our prices and developing our packages is wedding photography, the wedding photography business, you have to be patient because it takes time. I mean, we book clients, you know, sometimes over a year out. And so we book them with our prices from, you know, whatever, let's say 2015, I had these prices and, and the, and I offered these certain packages and I didn't shoot those weddings till, you know, later that year. And it wasn't until after I shot the weddings and after I delivered, you know, I actually got to do some consumer research and see how everything played out, see how the clients responded to my prices, how they responded to the products that I was offering. And with that information, I was able to take all that and and decide what changes I needed what changes I needed to make and what I needed and what I needed to improve on. And then you sit down at the end of that year and uh, you make some changes, you make some changes to your prices, you make some changes to your packages, and then you get ready to do it again the next year and see what works best. Another tip that I wanted to share for booking your ideal clients is one of the things you can do is uh, you can start posting uh, photos that your ideal clients would want to see. So this kind of goes back to what I was talking about with budget weddings. When you first start out and you have some budget weddings and they may not be the weddings that you're after, but again, this is an opportunity for you to take that wedding and make it look as great as you can make it look. You can take extra time during that wedding to set up photos that your ideal clients would want to see. So let's say, you know, all you have is a flower bouquet to work with 
and a brick wall well you can take that flower bouquet you can put it up against a brick wall and you can go find some kind of foliage or uh, you can take the the bride's um, veil um, or just look around for different details that you can use to include in that photo and just make it look extra awesome it doesn't have to be plain you can definitely play around with it you know take that extra time during the wedding to set up photos and show more details in your photos and like i said you can set up photos that your ideal clients are going to want to see another thing you can do to gain your ideal uh, weddings is you can set up styled photo shoots you can get together with some uh, vendors in your community Uh, you can contact your local bridal shop and see if they're willing to trade some photos for some photos of their dresses you can you can contact some models and set up an entire shoot with uh, a couple makeup artists uh, some flower some flower vendors this is also a, a really good way to get some exposure because you can you know take some of these photos and on your social media you can tag some of the vendors and when you provide the photos for them you know they'll do the same so to recap a little bit on everything that I was talking about um, in the beginning you just you need to set realistic expectations you need to set those expectations for your clients and you need to set those expectations for yourself you know you may not get the weddings that you want right off the bat but experience is one of the most important things to gain here because the more experience you have in weddings the more your clients are are going to trust you to photograph their wedding and again you know if you're being passionate about your work and you love what you're doing and you're taking the time the extra time to set up those those beautiful photos during every wedding that's going to show in your work your clients are going to see it and you're going to grow as a photographer you're going to grow as a business person and your wedding and you're going to get the weddings that you want to get your ideal weddings and clients will come with time and experience. So just be patient. Um, make sure you do your research. Research is really important to always be looking at what uh, wedding photographers are offering, the different products that are out there, the products that that your clients might like uh, that will work for you. Uh, you know, again, be patient and try out some of those products and just wait over time to see the reactions that you're getting from your clients with your products to see what works best for you. There will always be things that don't work. So don't get discouraged. And again, and again, use this to learn and to grow. Because I know that I am one of those type of people. When I get rejected or something doesn't work out, I can be extremely hard on myself. And it takes my wife to remind me that it's okay. And when she does, that's when I'm able to take a step back and use it as a learning tool. See where things went right, where things went wrong. And be able to take that, that knowledge and improve on it uh, for the next time. And if you're take and if you're taking the time to focus on your business and really want to know what works and what doesn't, then things will work out. As long as you really enjoy what you're doing and you're genuinely taking the time to learn what works and what doesn't work, it will work out. Your business will grow because you're passionate about your business, you're open-minded, and you want to become a better wedding photographer for yourself and for your clients. All right, guys. Well, that's all I have for you today. Um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast about packages and pricing. Um, You may notice that I didn't really talk about actual prices set because, again, you should go out and do some research on what 
uh, photographers are charging in your area, I can't tell you how much you should charge and exactly how to put your packages together. Um, if you want to message me on Twitter and, and discuss some stuff a little bit more, I'm using my Twitter uh, as a way to talk about wedding photography. So if you have any questions, please send them there. Uh, go to my Twitter. It's at Del Toro Photo. You can uh, message me on there. And if you have more specific questions, you know, shoot them over. I'd love to talk to you about them. And if you have other topics that you want to hear on the podcast, please send me a message. I'd love to hear. Um, I love getting suggestions from you guys. I've already taken a lot of the suggestions I've gotten on Instagram, and I'm going to use them for the next couple podcasts and just keep sharing more advice, more tips, more tricks on wedding photography and running your business. And I hope that you keep enjoying these. I'm getting a lot of great feedback and that makes it really fun. I'm really excited to share more with you guys. So keep listening. And if you're enjoying these, please subscribe, show me some love, leave me a review, give me a rating, and we will see you guys on the next one.